the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwell in the land of gloom, a light has shone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Everyone, that light, after walking in a period of darkness that we've seen, that light that shines amidst the various glooms of life, became man. And he's not a theory. He's not an idea. He's not a philosophy. He's not a political ideology. But he has a name. And his name is Jesus. And amidst all the various things that he offers to us that we say on mornings like this, that he offers us salvation, that he offers us redemption, so on and so forth. There's something in some ways even more tangible, I hope, for us, that he offers us, not just this morning, but every moment of our lives. And that which he offers us continuously, no matter if we turn from him or not, he keeps coming. What he offers us day in and day out is really simple, but life-changing. And what he offers us, everyone, is friendship. What Jesus, the son of David, Jesus, the son of Mary, Jesus, the son of Joseph, offers you and me day in and day out, moment after moment, is friendship. It's friendship. This morning, I have two main questions on my mind as we celebrate this great feast of the Nativity of our Lord. The first question has to do with us. The second question has to do with God. The first question is this. What is it that we really want? What do we really, really want? There's a fun little story of a little boy on Christmas morning. Like every young child, he loved Christmas and presents and festivities and being with his family and friends and all the things that Christmas you and I are joy-filled about. But this one particular Christmas morning, the little boy had opened all his presents. He was sitting in the living room with all the new gifts unwrapped and wrapping paper throughout the room. And after playing with the toys for a few, actually, hours, this little boy's mom walked into the room. And she said, wow, you sure look gloomy for Christmas morning. What's wrong? He said, I didn't get what I wanted. She was a bit confused because everything that was on the list, he got. She couldn't imagine what is it that he wanted. So she asked him, what is it that you wanted? He responded by saying, I don't know, but I didn't get it. Everyone, that little boy is us. 
in one way or another what that little boy expressed on Christmas morning in the midst of all the stuff is us. Oftentimes we don't even know what it is that we want, but we know we want more because we know we're made for more. And that experience we have should not sadden us. That experience of wanting more that this world cannot fulfill, this world cannot satisfy, this world cannot provide, that feeling that we want more is not a bad thing, it's a good thing. And it's a clear indication that you and I are indeed, in fact, truly made for more. So what is it that we really want? We want more. And the more became man. The more is Jesus. And the more is what our hearts were made for. And so if you and I experience a desire for more, 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 let us recognize that the more is found in the child of Bethlehem. The more is found in him. So what is it that we really want? It's more. Second question, what is it that God really wants? A priest friend tells me the story that a couple years ago on Christmas Eve, he was walking through the gathering space after Mass, and a man, married man in his 50s, whose kids were all grown, was looking outside watching the snowfall. And he looked pretty content. And my priest friend said to him, wow, you sure look happy, sir. And the man responded, well, I got everything I wanted for Christmas. The priest asked him, well, what'd you get? And he said, tonight, all my kids are home. They'd moved to other places, but they came back for Christmas with their spouses and kids. He said, tonight, all my kids are home. And they're under my roof, in my house, under my protection, allowing me to care for them. That's what I got for Christmas. And the reason I share that simple example, everyone, is what was going on in the heart of that father on Christmas Eve must be going on in the heart of God the Father on days like this. That his children are home under his roof, in his care, under his protection. So what is it that God really wants? Everyone, he wants us. He wants us. He desires us. He became man for us. He offers friendship to us. And the great thing about Christmas the great thing about Bethlehem, the great thing about the nativity of Jesus is those two things, our desire for more and God's desire for us, come together and meet in the person of Jesus Christ. So what is it that we really want? More. What is it that he really wants? Us. May these days of Christmas be a beautiful, joyful time of the coming together of those two realities. Jesus wants us more than we could ever imagine, and we need him more than we could ever imagine.
Because the light has shone in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. It is Jesus who is the true light of the world. It is Jesus who is the more.